another episode of um, the the non-static podcast. Today, um, we're going to have like two two segments. The first one will be uh, we'll test Antonio Valencia, and then we look at what happened yesterday at uh, Old Trafford. Um, I- I'm sure you guys are ready to talk about that game. But before then, Antonio Valencia yeah. um, announced his retirement from football. Um, the guy don't hang good. So after ten, after um, um, he spent ten years at United, joined 2009, um, spent ten years, retired 2019. He made over three hundred appearances for for United. Was a captain. Um, one player of the year twice. Um, 2011 and 2011-2012, then 2016-2017 season, uh, players player of the year as well, and some of that uh, accolades. Because he, he won trophies with United Premier League twice, two times. Um, was it two? Yeah, two two Premier League titles, I think. Um, two league calls, um three Community Shields, one Europa League. You know, so he called it. Time on his career on Wednesday, and of course, sent a letter to United fans. So here today, we are we are doing a Valencia special, you know. So I, I want to ask: we we all watched Valencia at United. Um, he, he left as the first non-European to make 300 plus appearances for for the for the Red Devils. So where would you guys rate? Valencia mm-hmm. uh, um, as, a, as, a, as a United um, player, as a, or an ex-United player. So, but first, uh, um, I think I'm going to start with uh, Jude. Jude, um, welcome to, to the Non-Tartist podcast. You know, so okay. Valencia announcement. Um, where would you where would you rank him among United former players? Hmm. Um, that's kind of like a tough decision to pick, yeah, because um, because in his latter years, when yeah. he did his job, like he did his job perfectly. You know, at the point in time, he was at the point in time he was the best winger in the world. According to someone, yeah. <laughs> according to who? And, uh, according to someone. According to someone. Okay. I, I think that should be that should be 2011, 2012 when he he, he formed an incredible partnership with is it with Rooney. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was yeah. saying. Mm, he he told out that like when he was still a winger, uh, with his direct pace and um, energy, physicality, and all of that. So I think he, I cannot uh, like put a rank on him. I just think that he did a very good job in his time at United. And going to when he uh, he changed roles to a right back, still solid, you know, doing his thing. And all that. A lot of us will complain that he did not always cut inside, always trying to. Hug the byline and throw and shoot the cross in, not actually cross, just shooting the ball in here. But he still did his job. So I think he was he's a he was a very good player for us and there's nothing more we can say. Like somebody that did his job, he did his duty well, led the team and all of that. Man, 
I we we kind of like loved him because of his um, functionality and his ability to just do his job at the right time. So yeah, but it's a player, good player. Andy. Okay. Um. From my own perspective, if I am going to rate him as a player, I'm going to rate him in terms of the standard of the Manchester United players. Oh, yeah. And uh, and if I am going to rate him from one over ten, I would say six for me. Okay. Because six. Okay. If six. I'm going All to right. rate him from one over ten, I would say it's a six player for me. I can rate him okay. six out of ten. Because I feel that he was a uh, he was a good servant. Initially, he was signed as a as a winger, oh, and he, uh, unfortunately, I wouldn't blame him because uh, it's the expectations that was heaped on him was very much because it was made time to replace uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was the. What the Glazers gave to us as a replacement for Ronaldo, Glazers, you know. Are you sure about that? Yeah, that is it. I think so. He was signed. He was signed uh, when Owen. Yeah, was, was signed in the season when Ronaldo was sold to Real Madrid. So yeah, that 20, um, 2009 from Wigan. Yeah, I think around. I think around that when we yeah. sold. Yeah. Yes. Because he was signed as a winger to play for us, but after some few years, I think he was convert- he was converted to a, uh, a right back. Yeah. So he was a good servant. He he gave everything for for the shirt. He he did his best, you know. I, so I I would not say he didn't give. He was not the most talented player, but he okay. someone that gave his all for the shirt and. So for me, for my expectations as a Manchester United player, I would say he's six over ten. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he was a good servant. He won trophies for us. Uh, he has a yeah, Premier He won some other few cups. So uh, he didn't. He wasn't a problem. You know, as a player, some players like that were in the club. So for me, I would say he, he was a good player for us. Yeah. Okay, does he? Okay. Um, Where would you rather? Ah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, uh, he 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 was a he was a good servant of the club. I I never really got to see any personality, like anything about him outside, you know, football. I know he. You know, he never gave the coaches problems. We never had, you know, any bad or any negative news about Valencia. He's almost just to come to the pitch, wear the jersey, and give you like two hundred percent every time. <laughs> I even remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I think a a Champions League game where he broke his leg. Like they broke it. Yeah. He broke his leg. Valencia sat down on the bench while he was being stretched up. I was like, what kind of human being is this? <laughs> you know, if it was if it was a player, so we really he, was, he sat down. I was I think he even waved to the fans also. I, sure. He, he, he was so strong. I'm not, yeah, so I I remember I think his first season for us, he 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 was very 
really well. I think he even made PFA Team of the Year. He had about 12 league assists. He was just second on that ranking after David Silva. If, um, if I start, I start to be corrected anyways. But I think he was around yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, top two uh, when it comes to being creative in the Premier League. I remember, I think, before our fight, um, the UCL of 2011 finals. I know Pep was still pay, playing mind games, but I think Pep complimented him as one of the best wingers in the world at that Winger. time. Yeah, Mario, Mario too, Mario too. Yes, because Valencia wasn't like the best, most talented bowler out there, but he was very effective, very, very effective. I, I yeah. think evidence to how effective he was was, you know, Rudy's numbers that that same mm. period where he was, that um, was yeah. Yes. So um then he was drafted to, you know, right back. I've forgotten who started that right back experiment, but he was I he think still, he was under Peggy as well. Yes, yes. He still played he, was under he, still gave us, he still gave us, you know, all he could give, played and you know, he was just he was just where that's that jersey. Uh, I forgot in the season two where they experimented and gave him that number seven. Old Jesse back. I think the next season or so. You know. But anyways, um, he had he had a good time at the club. I think he won uh, two Premier League titles. Titles. Yeah. Um, two two FA two League Cups. I think oh, and one FA Cup or the other. Yeah, yeah was well, one FA Cup. Um, the one under Luis on how. Okay, and then two league, two um, Carlin Cups. Yeah. Right. He, he won the Europa League. Europa, Europa League, yeah. Yes. And uh, he won the Europa League. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah, I think two he, Premier he lifted, League titles. He, really, he lifted some as a captain. I was in the FA Cup. Okay, FA Cup was Rooney. I think he lifted the um, Europa League as a captain. Um, captain one of the League Cups as well. Under Jose Mourinho. Exactly. So, so um, yeah. for us, um, he may not. Maybe some fans may not regard him as you know a club legend or whatever. But he was yeah. he was a loyal servant of Manchester United and gave us on everything. Everything he had, every time he was called upon. So so, so Andy, let me, me let me. Okay. Okay. Come. For me, I'll rank him. I'll rank him a seven or eight. A seven over ten. Mm. Andy said six. You know, and let me let me get back to Andy. Andy, considering the fact that he he moved from from a winger, uh, he had a very fantastic time as a winger, um, player of the of the year for United uh, twice, and then he became a right back. Do you think? Um, Valencia's role as a right back at Manchester United was underrated. His time as a right back. Do you think he was under, underrated as a right back at, at the club? Andy. Okay, maybe while we wait for him. Uh, Maybe Jude can answer. Jude, you, you got the question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. His so time as right back. 
yeah, do you think it's underrated at the club? By far? Yeah, to be, yeah, yeah, to be honest, to be honest, it was, it was underrated because um, expecting a winger to mm. step into that role and perform admirably like, because he was defensive, so defensively solid uh, yeah. in, in, that, in that role and he's yeah. Can yeah, we can, we can. Okay. Okay. Yes, we can. So he was he was defensively solid and uh, he was he was really physical. He was able to bombard down the flank. Say, um, the only problem with would say was the um, end product get. But I think his role as a right back was really, really underrated. At the time when we were struggling with right backs, I think Rafael was having injuries and um, who else who else was who else was in that role then? Where, so, where this is changing uh, from Chris Mullin to Phil Jones, yeah. <laughs> to Johnny Evans. I think all of them they played that, that particular role. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for a winger to like to to like suck it up and decide to like play there, because to be honest, if he did not, if if he could not like uh, go there and perform well, I think yeah, the winger he was not really uh, effective anymore. You get it was uh, kind of running out of ideas in the final thought as a winger. You get so going back there was a way to like define himself and and show his words. You get and he oh, did that yeah. uh, exceptionally. Yeah, so I think on that case, do, do, do you agree with that? Andre? Andy, he said he he was a it was a very good right back. Which I, I think uh, that statement is is not completely a fact because he was a makeshift right back because we did not spend to get an actual right back, a competent right back <laughs> who could play that position. If like you, okay. you mentioned, you, there was a point you made that he was he was a solid player playing the right back, but. His end product was very poor. Yeah. 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 He, could, he, could, he could go across to the right wing, make it make a, a very simple cross, but mm. simple pass across. That always let him down, and I felt that that actually let the team, you know, to progress more. Because, for example, yeah, if we try to get a good right back or Chelsea. But we have to convert a right winger who was supposed to be a replacement for Ronaldo to right to right. But credit is 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 input for the team or for the club as a player. But I just feel that it was just the the the, the fact that he was. Because I would prefer Rafael. Rafael was a. I, 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 so I think. No, I, I think. I think with Rafael, with Rafael, um, Rafael formed a very good partnership with um, Valencia on the right wing. Um, I, I, I remember the good uh, understanding between themselves on that particular yeah. right wing and. Um, Rafael was one of those players who who became importantly um, in, in, um, injured. He was very injury prone. Um, became unreliable not because he didn't have any talent or anything, but simply because he couldn't he couldn't stay fit. Phil Jones couldn't stay fit. 
Chris Mullin couldn't stay fit. I think only Chris Mullin learned, learned how to under Louis Van Gaal. And that's probably yeah. one of the reasons, um, if I recall vividly, a lot of fans wanted this guy sold. Rafael was not really playing at all because of injury, Hello. not because of talent. Mm. Can you hear me? Mm. Uh, Hello. Not... Dozier, can you hear us? Um, Rafael was not playing. Um, he was always injured. And we needed somebody on that particular addition. I, I think that was really... So, I, I think... Um, it, I don't think the conversion had anything to do with uh, United not bringing our money to, to, to sign. Yeah, like I was saying. So I don't think um, Andy he had anything to do with us not wanting to sign anybody. That was why we converted him. It, it was something we had to do at that point in time. And and I feel um, Valencia grew into that role. And and that was why Peggy did not yeah. even really bother about getting someone exactly. else because he he was doing very well. So uh, the biggest problem was that we left him alone on the right. So he was the only he was basically the only person on that right. Uh, he was he 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 owned the right wing from right from from the from the uh, right back to the I think the, it was from right back that he his crosses um, started finding Rooney's head anyhow you know I, I think it was from right back and then he now had that injury the injury he had that kind of affected his pace I think that was when his pace his, his pace was affected and immediately he came back he became a bit slower which started yeah. causing issues with his crosses um, a slower Valencia he was a speed star if you remember from when he came yes, he was he very had, very fast when he yeah. had that issue when he had that yeah. issue he was Injury, playing as yeah. right back there he was playing as a winger yeah so he came, back, he came back after that injury and we I think we got a totally different Valencia. Yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. That was when we totally got someone else. Um, uh, he was he was no longer the Valencia we, so, we, we knew. But, but somehow actually after they gave him number seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, after man. they gave it it became too heavy. <laughs> it was too heavy. <laughs> Uh, um, another thing, another thing we don't we, we don't really consider is um, especially when rating Valencia. I think yeah. we also do the same thing um, with some players in our team currently. Um, okay. Yeah, they they for a while now we've not had we've not had any sort of threat from the right side for right, okay. a while, like for years. Right. And, um, okay. and um, we you can't have a dysfunctional team and then expect one area to be to function like how how other maybe you compare you compare you compare Liverpool's right back or the right yeah, back at yeah. Real Madrid yeah. in an, in a team that does that isn't functioning properly from defense to attack then you expect one area of the pitch to be function 100% so at, at Valencia when he had to play right back had to deal with either beating you know, other teams they create space and they lay the ball for the for the fullback to run onto and then cross, mm-hmm. or beat one player and cross. Valencia will take on three people before putting in a cross, and that's why it got to a point it became automatic for him. Once he finds that space, space he yeah, will steal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like he's trying to fight somebody. <laughs> he will. Exactly. It became so that was the only way. That, thank you. That was the only way for him to even find. 
for him to even, you know, produce any any sort of ball at all. Because mm. of how difficult it was for him to get space on the right flank. Yeah. yeah. So I I I I don't I don't really see that it's slight on his own on his own part. It was just at the effect of as in the effect of, of the whole dysfunctionality in the, in the team as as as, as you know generally. So mm. yeah. So uh, but by, 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 by the right he was yeah, yeah. what do you say? Uh, it seems Andy Andy is really um bringing <laughs> anti Glazer Glazer's um ah, side yeah. of things this week. Is it with the event? We did this side yeah. he's, no, he's, he's bringing the anti Glazer's you know uh, part into it. Do you know why I bring that point? Huh? Yeah, yeah. It means that Glazer ownership. Yeah. Uh, they have mm. never given like they have never been where they put a lot of budget into our transfer even during that because if you check our records our our transfer under uh, our signing our transfer budget was, really? was very low go check it go check our it transfer under budget was very low yeah okay. under under Feggy or after or post Feggy under Feggy when the Glazer took over check okay, it okay yeah, our transfer, our transfer was very, very low. Ferguson would just sign. How much did he sign? Owen and uh, Owen, Overton, and uh, I don't know the three players he signed to replace Ronaldo. Owen, Overton, and uh, <laughs> Valencia. Valencia. <laughs> yeah, I think we signed. There was nothing not to thirty million that we signed, and we sold Ronaldo for eighty million. To, and to be honest, honest, both. But yeah, we had, to be honest, we had, yeah. And I you know. Yeah. I <laughs> okay. Sorry. I said. I said. I said. To be okay. honest, I don't mm. think a lot of issues will be cleared up. I think. I think he he had kind of like a uh, he, he knew when he wanted to find someone, and there's kind of like get there's kind of like getting that that player. Fergie was not actually like yeah. the person that he would just. Want uh, a huge chunk of transfer fees like to sign players. He just knew that okay, players. he just have to cover this place and that place. And when he felt like okay, I don't have enough firepower to win this fight, so he, I want this person. Gets who he wants. I want this person, and he actually gets it. So I don't feel like the Glazers uh, held him back in any way. I feel like he had kind of monopoly on signing during his. But we had, but, but we missed that. But we missed out on really great, great, great guys. You know, you yeah, that for you blame Fergie, to be honest. You blame Fergie. I, I mean, mean will, you, will you blame him for, for missing out on Benzema? Because he, he he wanted Benzema. Yeah, that's true. He wanted, he wanted Benzema. Benzema. He wanted Benzema. Yeah, Benzema and uh, I forgot the other player. He wanted to replace uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, but Real wanted Benzema. So I don't think how my United would have won you. No, you they, didn't, they didn't pay the, If they had put enough money, Benzema would have would have gone because we let wanted me, Benzema. Let me, let me let me relate this Benzema issue to Varane. Uh, is this, I think it's the same thing. When we wanted Varane, Real Madrid came in as well. And what broke, what made us lose Varane was. Um, I, I think that's where they said Zidane, Zidane made a call or whatever, and 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 that was it. And we had to go back to Phil Jones, you know. So that Real <laughs> Madrid, yes, and that was when Real Madrid was spending crazy money and everything. So it's yeah. not just that Real Madrid just did not just have money; yeah, exactly. they could have yeah. spent you 
on anybody at that point uh, in how, time. And then wait, they had hold, they had all this. Hold on. Yeah. How how much how much did they sign Benzema for? I think it was this in some how much in some. I can't remember exactly how much. It wasn't it wasn't thirty five million. Yeah, it was in some. But but, but, I, but I don't think it was I don't, I don't think it was a money issue because one That's of the biggest problems. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't about funds. It wasn't about funds. Then Perez, they said Perez, Perez visited Benzema's, Benzema's family personally, like he went to see his father. He, he made he made every possible effort to sign, to sign. So it, wasn't, it wasn't about money. They they took their time to convince convince them Benzema about their project and, and he saw reason yeah. to join them. Yes. Yes. So it's something so, happened with Varane, like I said. A call and you. boom. We, we settled you. for two so, shows. Fergie identified Benzema as a target, and the then the club failed to get Benzema for him. Simple and short. It wasn't when they when, when, they, when, when they identified um, um, RVP, we paid twenty four million I, for someone who RVP. was injury prone and had one year left on his contract. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we paid twenty four million. Uh, um, if yeah. he was open and Benzema um, wanted to leave to join any other mm, club, the club. Let's no, say Madrid saying, and Barca were interested. They would have snatched yeah. from us. It was just yeah, but what I'm yes, what I'm saying is that we still paid twenty four million, jury prone, and had just one year. Remember that period? A lot of a lot of um, um, people um, sort of disunited. They were saying all sorts of things. How can you pay twenty four million? I remember um, yeah. Morgan there celebrating them getting twenty four million for someone who was injury prone, and he started praising. Um, as Nevenga for for years for using his economic certificate to show <laughs> how good he was, <laughs> you know. So they praised they praised that deal. They made us they made they made you that look foolish for for for, yeah. for doing that. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. So I I feel if if Peggy wanted somebody, uh, yeah. uh, how much did we pay for Wen Rooney? We 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 paid twenty seven million for for eighteen year old Wen Rooney. So when Peggy wanted somebody big, when was when was when was when was when when was when 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 was when Okay, Peggy has started building that thing before the Glazers take over. Yes, he has signed Ronaldo. He has signed um, um, Rooney. Yeah. Yeah, they, they took over two thousand and five. Two thousand and five. Oh, okay. Okay. Five hundred. Five hundred. Okay, guys, let's let's round up this Valencia. <laughs> let's round up this Valencia <laughs> because if if you allow Andy, he's going to destroy the Glazers here. The Glazers. Uh, <laughs> he's going to destroy <laughs> them here. He's I'm ready to destroy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so guys, um, to round up Valencia's uh, uh, talk, what would you, what would you, which of the goals, uh, your most memorable Valencia goal as a United uh, player? Because mm. goal, yeah, he's got, he's got, you know. So, uh, which one was your most memorable? Which one can you remember vividly? Oh, there was this, there was this absolute rocket against which team? Is it Everton? I think is it under Everton Van or was it? Was it, it under Hall or Jose Mourinho? I think it's Jose Mourinho. I think under Mourinho. Mourinho. Yeah, I think under Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. They won. So they won the club. Um, I think they won the edited with fire. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, like, it was, it was first time. Yeah, Jose Mourinho, um, assist from um, the Manjamatic from the left. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy came from nowhere and boom. I mean, so we have not seen we have not seen Valencia score a long time. Then he came up with that stone. That's good. Right? To be honest, I was really surprised. <laughs> I was really really surprised. Yeah. So, is that also the goal for you guys, um, Andy and Jose? Yeah, I think that's the one I can remember. Hmm. I, I think I think there was one. He uh, most of his goals were almost the same. Um, yes. There was one grounder, one grounder, one shot, like a ground, like a grounder shot. He scored one from the right from, from one impossible, one impossible angle, angle, I think. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Wow, which club yeah, did you score that against? I can't remember exactly the club, but I think I still wonder how he scored it. All those, all those William, all those William, William type goals, just shoot it to the left, <laughs> or shoot it, or shoot it. Yeah, that as well. No one expected that yeah. as well, you know. So, Andy, do you remember any other one? Is there any other goal or not? Not What of it? What of a game? One memorable game? Uh, any standard game? Any game you can remember? No one. I know one. I can. If remember. you can, if you can, I, I remember. I remember against Chelsea. I remember. I remember my Chelsea. Uh, I think Mourinho was, was, was it was Peggy against uh, Mourinho, yeah. That game, I yeah. think it was the game where Charito scored first. That game, Valencia was 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 tearing was tearing um, the, the right wing apart. I think Ashley, it was Ashley Cole that was there then. Yeah, he he played he played a very beautiful game in that in that in that match. Oh. Antonio Valencia, ten years. Yeah. Um, as, okay. Uh, as a Manchester United player, he, he didn't get a testimonial because of the uh, coronavirus. Uh, okay. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think he would ever get a testimonial? Maybe one one time, one more, one probably, more, probably, more. Probably when when um, we start playing um, with the full capacity um, stadium, I think they'll, they'll do that for me. They'll do that for me. Are you, are you, are you guys aware that we are going to have ten thousand? Next, our next match, who match? 10,000 fans. Yeah. You, oh, you mean 10,000 fans to, to protest yeah. against um, Blazers? Yeah. <laughs> no, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> I that. I Those guys are not going there to support the team. We all know what they are going there to do. So even if we have 10,000 no. or 12,000, it, it's an no, opportunity for them to. Selection. Eh? I think it's uh, like kind of like a draft selection of, of fans or season season ticket holders. You will see what will happen. Uh, we'll see. I'm not yeah, sure they will see. do that because they are more excited to to go into the stadium to watch you, you, the match. You you don't know Manchester United fans. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to use that opportunity. Anyway. Um, I think that's news, uh, which is good. It's a very good sign, uh, you know. But for us to wrap up this on Valencia, um, he, he was a, he was a he was a worthy servant for for the club, uh, worthy ambassador, very nice person, a very good captain. He was calm, yeah, um, and he, he led by example, and he gave everything. Even when he wasn't playing well, he was he was giving his all. I, I loved his hairstyle. His, his, uh, his low court, yes, I love his, his 
you know. So we we wish him all the best for the for the future. I, I wonder if he's going to go into coaching now that he's um, he's done playing, you know. But all the best to to, to Valencia, and of course now. Have to briefly touch touch on the game against hmm. Liverpool. We cannot briefly <laughs> touch it. We cannot briefly touch that game. <laughs> it cannot be brief. <laughs> no way. It has to. It has to be a brief. It has to be a brief uh, touching um, um, the game yesterday. Please, uh, I, I would. I would like to start from Andy because. I, I would. I know I'm going to expect the Glazers' um, um, side of things. <laughs> Andy, Andy, what happened? What happened yesterday? We rested uh, players. We rested players and lost both games. Uh, well, for the Leicester one, it's understandable because a lot of those players are not really match sharp. You know, they I don't agree. have match sharpness. So that one yeah, is. I agree. agree. I mm-hmm. think the other match. I think the players were just the. I, I like the description, the other match. What? I said I like the description, the other match. is the perfect way to describe what happened yeah, yesterday. Yeah, um, Leicester, yeah. I feel mm. that, that they didn't have the, that, that motivation because probably they, they know they already secured top four. Um, I feel the players didn't have that motivation to, to really want to win that match. You could see they, they weren't going like into tackles, they weren't pressing enough. They just pressed for 20 minutes and they just relaxed. So it was like maybe their mind and focus is on the the final. And some of the players, maybe in the back of their mind, they don't want to get injured so they can play the final. That's what I'm thinking. So I think the performer was very poor. I can't single out a particular player that really played well, unless Wan Bissaka. Wan Bissaka was excellent okay. in that I remember okay. I, one, one last dish tackle he made to clear that ball, you know. And I felt that he was the only one who really played really to, to his normal. His show was very poor. Lindelof was very poor. Uh, who was again? Pogba was very, very... Like, Pogba has given, that, given us, like, for this season, I think he has made errors that led to, like, four goals or three goals this season. Which is which is not so good because the other the the, the free kick we considered was very amateurish. Like we just had like few seconds to second half, and there was no need for him to miss that foul. That was very very poor, you know. So the whole team was very poor. I'm so He was very poor because we were searching for a goal, and he had to take off. Uh, a midfielder and put a, a defender, uh, was it Bailey, for 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 Matish when we needed a goal and Van der Beek was there. What was the what was the need of of signing him if you can't put him when we are looking for a goal? So I just feel the whole team and the coaching staff will be very poor. It was mm-hmm. an one. Okay, lack of confidence. Do you agree? No, I, I didn't feel it was a lack of confidence. It was just a a, a, a push to play yeah. as, you know, everybody, in fact, everybody involved in making decisions at Manchester, at Manchester United. Because yeah, he, he I made, feel he, like... He made mention of confidence and motivation having qualified mo- for the for Champions League. So... Yes, yes, but um, it's possible to still select players that will still give you 100%. 
I've been saying this huh? thing. For, uh, I think I said it the other time. Um, Dan James has not played a game for us for a long time. Yeah, I don't think he's injured. injured. Oh, he's injured. I think he's injured. He's injured. Yeah. Okay. Um, James, now we are going to play. We are going to play. Okay, we are going to play. We're, we're supposed to play Liverpool at home, right? Um, Excuse me. Nothing at stake, really. And we are. Yeah. That Pogba on the, uh, you know, playing without which, playing left. Pogba on, on, on the left hand side. What happened to uh, playing our normal, regular four, three, um, three men at the front, four three three? I mean, there's nothing to lose, right? We're not playing for anything. What, 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 what why, why the, why the, um, um, what's, what's, what's what now? Why the KG, why the fear, fearful approach? That's one. Then secondly, the players he selected. There, there was a match probably played um, this um, during the first day where he still, they, they, they had to test him after the game. Yeah. Uh, because of how well he played. Played, yeah. Roma. <laughs> I forgot the game. Yeah, it was Roma. It was Roma. It was Roma, it was Roma yeah. Thank you. Now, I don't know if the as in if the end of the first day <laughs> was a bad thing for Bobo because yesterday he looked so off pace like from the fair, even even when he, even when they said he started well, I was looking at this guy like what what the hell like the passes were not great. He, he was just he was, off, he was just. <laughs> should, should, should we get him fasting again for the final? I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't even want to like why excuse to give because it was poor. It was it was beyond poor that yesterday. That aside, mm. then we normally play with that limits the whole thing. Fred and McTominay. Mark like, Fred. Be, oh, Mark Fred. Fred. The almighty Mark Fred. So, please, please. Then, then the guys that are supposed to leave the team somehow have an off day. You play with two liabilities. Um, <laughs> you, you, don't, you, you don't have, you don't have your... your your captain and the leader at the back, your 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 best defender. So it, the, everything just came together and it was just a horror show yesterday. Just like there's there's no possible excuse for it. It was just a disaster all around. They can't even blame it on motivation because they can do far better than that. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so um, what about uh, the Cavani miss? At the start of the, the Cavani miss. Yeah, at the start of the game. Do you yeah, think that was um, a very key key moment in, in that particular game? We, we scored after that point. We, yeah, we scored did. after that. Yeah, so but, it wasn't. But, 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 but that should have been 2-0. No, 1-0. <laughs> that should have been 1-0. That was just a good defense goal. No, that, no, that would have been 2-0. If, if Cavani no. scored and then we scored again, that's 2-0. <laughs> if, if Cavani scored, there was no way that chance would have come. Because the whole... The whole I mean, yeah, the, the face, whole that, yes, now nah, the whole face of the game have been disrupted. Yeah, thank you. You have, you know. So, mm. um, um, talking about the the players now and the and the performance, um, we Andy mentioned one Bissaka. Um, I know during the game a lot of people complained about Lindelof, Bay. Let's let's call it an update for sure. Uh, should we be worried going into the Europa League? Wait, 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 before, wait, before we ask this, I'm not asked my take on the Liverpool game. 
But our the, Mark Fred, they are, their job, they do their job perfectly, which is to break up play or to to to, to you know like fighting, or sleep for ball. But they are not, they don't know how to control midfield. Even yeah. you see Matic when Matic plays, just that Matic is old, you know. Yeah. But Matic right. knows how to control and to pick passes from defensive line positions. So I just feel that for us to progress as a team. The problem is not just our defenders. The problem is the two central midfielders we are playing. They give our defenders too much pressure. Yeah. Because they can't hold on to the ball. If you can't hold on to the ball, then you leave the defenders exposed. Okay, look at what they yesterday. How can you be a, a midfielder close to your to your to your defense? You are you are making a silly skis. Like he wants to do like two and see the ball from that's how we consider the I think the first goal, the second goal, or the third goal, I don't know. And it's the, 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 the third goal. Yeah. Also that's my take, yeah. Oh, okay. So how how do we how do we we've mentioned about Maguire's um, importance, especially importance. on the ball. Yes, on the ball, because when when we're finding Maguire, I, I made a point that those of them calling him a defensive upgrade, that I don't think Maguire really is that much of a defensive upgrade in, in, in the defensive sense. Like when we say defensive, you know, defenders, you know. Yeah. But the thing about him is on the ball. Most of his, most of his outstanding um, um, qualities are on the ball. And I, I think he has completed the most passes, which, which lays um, um, credence to what you guys are saying. He has spent a lot of time on the ball. There was, there was this game we struggled against, was it either Crystal Palace or West Brom? The one we played 1-1 or something. Like like Andy and um, Jude mentioned, Maguire was always on the ball. And you know, the, 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 the problem here is that because Maguire is a centre-back, there's, there's this gap. For him to move from centre-back to midfield before connecting to those at the front, it's really, really a long distance for, for, for yeah, that to happen. True. It's always a very, very long distance for that to happen. So, for, if you allow Maguire and your, if you allow your centre back spend a lot of time on the ball, then your, your team will have a problem. And most times, this is what what happens. So, Maguire spends a lot of time on the ball, and it's so very far. We can't allow him to always move like that with the ball. The last the last game we played before we capitulated against um, Leicester City, I made I made one point. I was like, I, I was watching Matic. There's this thing Matic does that you don't see with McFred. Now, when Matic is on the pitch, you will see the centre-back split. Who is always yeah, in the yeah. middle? Yeah, Matic. Yeah, yeah. Matic is mm. always in the middle. Now, if Matic is, on, is not on the pitch, I always look for Fred. I always look for McTominay. I don't <laughs> see them in that middle. You will hardly find them. In that place, and you, in see, that and you see, position. and you see them together. They always cluster together when we are on the board. I'm like, you guys, you guys offer options. Are you kidding me? Honestly, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll forfeit. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be comfortable with us not signing a right winger. And I don't mind. No, I'm, I'm, I don't mind. I've said it before that why people complain about the right wing is because we still do not want to play um, Ahmad. Ahmad yeah. fits the profile. Ahmad, Ahmad might not be at the same level as Sancho right now. But what people, yeah. what, what I feel we should be thinking about is the profile. What is the profile mm. of this player? He's 
different from Rashford. He's very different mm. from um, Daniel James. So when you're playing yeah. Daniel James and Rashford are a bit direct. In fact, I've said it before that people ignore little details. Rashford on the right, eh, you, you are taking a lot of things from him. I don't even yeah, like him. I don't even like him much like on the left. <laughs> so it's better if, you, if either you're playing him as centre forward or you leave him on the left field. You see that right? We do not mm. the solution. We, we we don't have a solution at the club. It is not Rashford. It is not Martial. It is not Pogba. It is not Daniel James. Now the only person we've signed who is actually who actually has the required skill set to play on that wing is Ahmad. Ahmad and Ahmad and Pelistri. Yeah. Pelistri is off on loan. You know. So what we need to do is that I think because we've qualified for the Champions League, which is beautiful, I know we still want to cement second place. I think the game against Fulham is a wonderful game to we started um, Ahmad um we started Ahmad on against um, Leicester, which is brilliant. He got an assist. Now, oh. we should not wait for three, four, five, six more games yeah, to allow exactly, him to exactly. play again. We are playing Fulham next. Fulham are done and dusted. If you cannot play somebody like Ahmad in a game against Fulham, Fulham are going to come with um, Lukman. They are going to come with, um, what was this guy's name, the Nigerian guy? They are going to come with Maja. And you, you are telling me you are protecting Ahmad. No, now I, 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 no, I, I would never, I would never buy yes, your so These yes. people are coming with some young stars, and you, you are protecting your own because you are Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't really why. make sense to me, you know. So we we'll qualify for Champions League. We are not in danger of missing out of the Champions League, which is good. The only thing we are probably in danger, in quotes, of missing out right now is second place. But I, yeah. I, I, I don't mind us can I, can I, begin I, to see. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me okay. conclude. If, if we can. Allow Ahmad show us that okay, he he has this thing to do it. That could buy us time to sort out the midfield, which is what I think um, Dozier is saying that he would not mind if we play Ahmad. He mind. will give us he will give us something on that right that can for once because we have Ahmad. Then we have um, Greenwood, two people who are different. The other one is a bit of a playmaker. The other one is a bit of a Salah kind of guy who wants mm. to just finish and uh, so you have people who can actually hold the right wing for you but guys you don't we don't have anyone who can hold anybody the we don't we, we like <laughs> we, yes. don't we don't have, have anybody who and you know there's an issue when when people talk about MVP, I'm like, guy, are you guys are you are you are you are you kidding me? You are looking for a midfielder that can come and take tempo in a sense, yeah? Someone that can hold the ball and play this progressive part. It is it's more like a, a destroyer kind of player. In as much yeah, as I'm not, I'm not going to belittle his um, ball playing ability, but he's more like a, ball, a, a destroyer player. Like we need someone composed, someone that can hold this ball and know when to slow the game down, know when to play progressive passes. That is why I'm always pro declarize any time, any day. Because okay. if, if the, the, the players of the, if you say the midfielders have been linked with, I see that okay, he can fit our profile. It's actually declarized. Me, I'm moving. Me, I'm saying. I'm even saying. I'll I'll prefer I'll prefer if we sign two central mid one defensive midfielder and another central midfielder. Leave the right wing for now. Mm-hmm. I'll prefer it honestly because if you look at it, if you look at that, if you look at that area, we have we we have an you know expired match already. We have Fred and McTominay that 
that are not supposed to be first options. The only person yeah. left in central midfield is Paul Pogba. Pogba. Uh, and yeah. and sure. and unfortunately, I think Pogba Pogba will be twenty nine by the start of next season. Mm. Yeah. Right. I think twenty eight. Right. Yes. 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 Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. By the start okay. of next season. Yeah. So 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 we we don't we 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 don't we, it looks like we have players but we don't really have players in central midfield yeah. at all. At all, we don't. We don't. This has been an issue for This has been an issue for Ezekiel. No central midfielders. Jesus Christ. And and do you think there is a there is a blazer side of things in um, <laughs> uh, in this particular? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because well, it, it, it's possible that we, we, we might be saying all these things and it, it, it turns out that they, they, they have a hand in it, you know. But, but, but Andy, do you, do, you, do you see an angle from the owners in this? Well, I think normal, the, the, that with, when you say the, the, the owners, I would say it also has to do with at Woodward also because he created okay. a lot of a lot of problems for in mm. terms of the the on the own feet of that football club. For example, when a manager says he wants this type of player, at Woodward is always like, no, that this one is better. You understand me? Because I feel that if we have a proper structure, like we fans, we can see that McTominay and Fred can do the job. You can't tell me that the coaching staff or Soska don't know that these guys they are they are limited. He knows, but he doesn't have but, any other option. But, but, but that's the that's, that's the issue. Since since um Solskjaer came on um twenty eighteen and December mm. and eighteen, I don't think I can't really think or remember us being linked with any serious any serious midfielders uh, like uh, like yes. legitimate um, links to 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 midfielders that would solve the problem we think we have. I don't think I've had anyone. Even right, we've been linked. Right, it's not right. I'm only I don't think the link to rice is is legitimate. Yes, that does not even feel like this place is an issue for him. To be honest, I don't feel like To be honest, I've not. I've not. I've seen. I've seen links to. I've seen links to centre backs. I've seen links to. To, yeah. to right wingers, I've been linked um, to to right center forward. Right now, yeah. everything is is center forward. Oh, but, and, and, um, but that central midfield, the only thing I've heard that is very very legitimate and concrete has has been has been Pogba, 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 Pogba. We actually want to lose Pogba, the only midfield that we have. We are not mm. even thinking of adding to him the the whole rumors. Yeah. So I keep I keep hearing people saying rise, 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 but. There's been no, there's been no nothing legitimate from from that angle. So I don't know, is this a boardroom issue, or Ole does not even see a problem with his central midfield? Uh, um, but you, you, United United transfers are not re- except except maybe the the high profile ones. They are not oh, really okay. that that um, it's not really common knowledge. It actually okay. happens. So um, we, we, could, we could have strong links with, with Rice. We could not. It's possible that the links are not so strong. Um, okay. If our 
our the news in the media is not it's not usually sometimes it's not usually an indication of the direction we normally yeah, end up in. So okay. I just feel, you know, it's not a metric we should use to qualify, you know, what will happen in the future. That's just my right. mm. Okay. Andy. Well, I wouldn't say that uh, the coaching staff, they are not bothered. They don't know that the, the, our central midfield is lacking or defense because one, he wanted to sign Bellingham, they didn't give him. He wanted to sign Sancho, he wanted to sign Haaland, they didn't give him. So I mm. feel that at the club, there is a budget. There's a, they have a tight string of budget on what they, they are going to, to spend for the summer. So I think the okay. coaching staff or the management they look at that aspect to say, okay, which one is the priority? You know, okay. and mm. then they can fix. For example, if we say we want to get for a, a real centre midfield to replace uh, uh, Mino, it's going to cost at least sixty million. If you're okay. going to go for right winger, it's going to cost. You know how much Sancho is going to cost on the defender. Do you mm. really think they are going to give him? That 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 cost to spend that that type of vision. maybe they will now because now they because they're of under the, pressure. they are under pressure they, they they are promised that they are going to spend mm. so we have to hope that they do that because next season if they if I see McTominay and uh, Fred, <laughs> oh my God 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 please but but honestly honestly right may not be the you know everyone everyone's cup of uh, coffee or tea or whatever but i don't like coffee rice rice upgrades our midfield bro by that guy's good man yes by yes. a huge no people no so there are fans that don't really that don't really that don't really you know like him there are people that feel that he's a limited player and all that but as limited as he is he improves that team by a very huge margin just by yeah. his presence alone Okay, so so guys, guys, for, for us to for us to, to round up now, uh, let me let me ask this this question: If 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 we are going to sign Sancho, who, for many of us, has everything to to also lift this club to a particular level. Now, last summer we nearly spent ninety million on Sancho. Um, Dortmund decided to be to be fishy uh, and unreasonable. So if you spend 90 million on Sancho, for example, let's say we'll get him this summer, 80, 90 million, there about pounds on him. How much do you think we would have left in the transfer budget for the for the summer? Okay. How uh, much are we expecting? They they can they can say 180 for the transfer for the summer. That's okay. that's possible. Chelsea yeah. spent two hundred or something. I don't remember. Aston Villa spent one eighty when they came to the Premiership. That's last mm. two seasons. So there okay. are lower clubs that spent a lot of money. So it's not an excuse. If we sign Sancho, I think Sancho is about eighty million because they reduced it. If okay. you sell, if you sell Lingard, you can get something from that and clear some wish bill. At least you can get Sancho and Rice, which is an automatic starter for. For the first team, automatic you know, okay. starters, like immediately. Yeah, okay. Starters. Then we can say, okay, find a defender that maybe might not. Varian, I think Varian is going for forty, or we can get a defender that we know is at least can compete with Lindelof. You know, 
Mm. And the team is will be improved more better. Bring Ghana back. Let Ghana come back. Ghana can okay. play better than uh, what Fred is playing. Fred, yes. What kind of yes, is that? You know? <laughs> you not, okay. how, how can it miss so, so you? Andy, for you, Andy, like, for you, you're not going to take any you're supposed to do. What? So, Andy, for you, you don't you don't be good on the ball. No, 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 no. I, I think, see, I think Fred is good on the ball. Fred averages 87% pass accuracy. Um, um, no, hold on. He, 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 he averages, hold on. He averages 75% pass accuracy. The only thing is that most, when he, when he loses the 13%, tend to hurt us a lot. Yes. The 13%, yeah, tend to, yeah, tend to, to hurt us a lot. His passes are to one Bissaka beside him or to Shaw beside no, him. No, no, no. No, he, he, he attempts some forward passes. Like, to be honest, Fred, Fred tries. Yeah, but but you see, the ones, the ones he makes mistakes on, they are so... They are always very costly. They are very costly. So, and when he does that, when he does that, he, he, he tends to, to make you forget every other thing. They're always mm. so costly that you don't remember any other thing. You know, you could yeah. be very wonderful in a particular game and then suddenly one particular mistake and boom, it raises everything. I think let, that's let the biggest problem he, he, he has. Okay. Let me say something. Like, I even feel, to be honest, I feel like um, Fred would work better with another midfielder, not smartphone. Behind him. Yeah. Behind him, yeah. Somebody more different. Like, like, let's say somebody like Rice. I feel like Fred would perform better. Yes, we tend to play more like right. We lift everybody's, even Bruno. Bruno will perform better with right. He tends yeah. to everybody will. Yeah, yeah. Fred, they hold the Fred, back line. Everybody will play like. Fred plays like he has somebody else behind. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. McDonald does the same thing too. Yeah, like there's some. Like, I think McDonald for me, for me, for me, for me is that no, I, I don't think McDonald is just right. See, McDonald has goals. People like McTominay, he strikes the ball probably because of his yeah. his, um, his time um, in, in the youth team where he played as a striker and everything. So he strikes yeah. the ball very well. People like McTominay should be pushed a bit forward, should be allowed oh, to play they they, the ball. They are not supposed so to be close to the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah a place yeah. where they can, they, they can shoot, where they will be closer mm. to where they can shoot and everything. So a bit of a box Thank ball. Thank you. you know. mm. If we had a message, like a 24-year-old message, it is obvious that neither... Fred, no, Matsumine would always start. In fact, you won't have both of each. We have to choose yeah, one. Yeah. Honestly, we have yeah. to choose one. There yeah. are games where you can yeah. have both of them on the pitch. Okay. Fine and good, but they should not be around my 18 yard box. Neither of them should be around the 18 yard box. They should just yeah, so they so should, should be very far away. I prefer them to play the final. Europa League. You, definitely, you they will play. They will play. At this point, there is nobody else. Yeah. They will play the final. At this definitely. point, there is nobody else. We'll have to complete the season with them. Where there will be a problem is when we start next season with McTominay and Fred. Fred. There is no addition. If we do not add, if we do not add somebody from outside, and we do not bring back. Ghana and increases game time, it will be crazy. And for me, I'm even scared because I feel even if you bring Ghana, you probably see McTominay and Fred as senior. Yeah, yeah. You you yeah. will not look at the quality on the ball. You're going to look at McTominay as senior and then we'll start protecting him because this is Manchester United. Yes, yes. 
I don't know why they do that. That's that's my own fear. That's very... when, when it comes to this protection of a thing, I, I feel I feel we are only delayed the inevitable. See, mm. Manchester United player, nobody, even Rooney at his age, they they, they cut him out like mad. They, they, from right from when he was eighteen, he, they, he was considered overrated. Um, um, Cristiano Ronaldo was considered overrated. Greenwood yes. himself, at his age nineteen, he's also looked at as that there is nothing about him. So. Now, if you look at players, they talk, they talk like this about, you see that they have something that is very different. Rooney, Ronaldo, um, Scholes, Giggs. You hardly see people talk about Ashley Young, Hugh Jones, Lingard, mm. um, uh, Smalling, you know? So there are certain people they tend to call these things and most of them started very young. So I, I think we have to start looking at it. Ahmad is different. Ahmad is different from Ahmad is different from from um, um, James. But you're playing James, and you don't think can I, you, can you, I you want to protect Ahmad. You you don't want to protect I, James. It doesn't make sense to me. Why would you want mm-hmm. to protect Ahmad but not James? Can I if you notice? Yeah. If, if you notice, if you notice, um, um, see when Ahmad came, when Ahmad came, mm. he was yeah. he was doing he was doing some things on the board. Yeah, he had so much confidence. If you watch our last game, our last game, he did not do a lot. You get that shows mm. that almost this bench that we are putting him on is kind of like reducing his confidence. You get if we yeah, have like after that. Yeah, yeah, go on. Ah, it's good off. Thing is off. Yeah. Okay. Andy, you wanted to say something. Yeah, the, the point I wanted to make is that I feel that maybe because the pressure that Soska is trying to to is co- considers is trying to consider the the players that he can trust to deliver for him for the moment because now you know yeah. like he, there's still pressure on him to deliver to win a trophy. So yeah. I think maybe if he wins this Europa League, he will have more you know more. How I put more faith uh, and more belief, and, and it might take more risk to play mm, even yeah. more players like Amar, yeah. mm. you know. And maybe then mm. be, I feel that's what the reason why he plays McTominay and Scott because he he doesn't have time to take risks to 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 make a, a try and errors with other players like Van der Beek and the rest and Ahmad and some other youth players. So I feel maybe I think he needs to win this trophy this Europa. Because that yeah. will give him a platform to be more relaxed in the job. A bit of, a bit of a breather. Yeah, yeah for next, because Ahmad needs to play. I don't see a reason why he was signed for that amount. And yeah, because if you, if you sign somebody for 40, 80 yeah. million plus going to 40 million, I don't know what he you're protecting. If he doesn't play next season, enough games next season, then <laughs> what's the point? It's, yeah, it's, there's no point. It's very good. He's very, yeah. very I, 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 I watched him in the in the in the under twenty three. His touches, his understanding with players he had barely played with. Um, oh. We've seen we've seen glimpses of that in the first team, you know. So there, there are things you see and you just build on it. You know, if we fail yeah, to build on exactly. if we just, if we fail to build on the performance against Leicester City, then we 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 are going to destroy someone's confidence. Yes, and, and, yeah, exactly. and this football for me is like a confidence game. You know, when mm. someone is on the very high, you, you let him go. And when they have a very good game, you build on it. I've always thought mm-hmm. the, 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 the time to build on an Ahmad was the game against 
after the game against yeah, Similar, exactly. when he scored after that scoring goal, that. Yeah, we should have increased his game time from his 10 minutes time, to 20. Yeah. You don't have to start him, but the game time should have increased. You know, so at this point, he would have been a totally different person. Where you play yeah. him against Leicester, you start him, you bring him. Yesterday, he should have as well had some minutes. Um, um, the same thing against Fulham, you start him because since you're not in any danger of losing out the Champions League, Leicester um, against Fulham, 90 minutes, let him go. He's going to meet some of his mates there. This, the pressure we're trying to 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 to. to um, keep away from him is something he's still going to meet. He's going to have bad games even as a 24-year-old. And when he has bad game as a 24-year-old, if, as a United player, they will talk. He has poor game as a 19-year-old. They are going to talk. You understand? Even if you bring Sancho, they are still going to talk. But we, we can't continue to be scared. We can't continue to be reacting to what people might say. And then ourselves, players who obviously have the ability to lift the game. And that's where me, I always say that I know I'm not saying start every young player out there. You can't see me say start Mengi, for example, because I know there are other people. Fonzebe is there. You have Bailey. You have uh, Maguire. So it's very difficult. But there are places where chances are for the, some of these young players, like Ghana. You you can't tell me yeah. he has no chance at United yeah. uh, in, in United Central Midfield. On the right, you can't tell me Ahmad has. Yes, there's Greenwood, but obviously Greenwood cannot play every game, you know. So there are places where some of these guys will play. I, I, I won't talk about Hannibal because you will bring in, you bring in, we have Pogba, we have uh, um, Fernandez, you know. But there are other places where the chances for these young players to play are there. And we, we have to start, we are, we are too reactive. We are too reactive. What will people say? They will put pressure on mm. them. But yeah, allow, free these guys to, to, to be young stars and enjoy the game. They want to they want to play. They have the quality to play. You know, it does breathe that, um, that confidence in them. All of us want um, Sancho. All of us want Haaland. All of us want Bellingham and everything. But you could see that at, at a very young age, Someone trusted them. Exactly, yeah. They are 19, yeah. they are 19, they are 20, they yeah. are 17, you know, and mm-hmm. someone is playing them and we feel we're all looking at them, wanting them and everything. And that's because somebody allowed them to play. They are making mistakes and, and, and learning. Let's let our own two make mistakes and let yeah. The, um, the, the other two are not here. Uh, they've been trying to, to get back, you know, but it is, this is where we'll call it a, a, a day. Jude, it's been... It's been really nice having you on the show. I don't know if they are going to come back <laughs> to say their okay. goodbyes, yeah. <laughs> but we'll, I think we'll find a way to, to, to sort that out. So, Jude, thank you so much for for tuning and joining us on the non uh, podcast. Hopefully, yeah, we'll do this again. Okay. Hopefully, every right. time I want to, I want to be here again and again and again. This is this is wonderful. We'll, 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 we'll always call you back, Jude. Thank you, thank okay. you so much for 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 your time, and do have a very good evening. Yeah, same to you. All right, thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye.